0: This program is paid for by the Hawkeye Huddle, which is solely responsible for its content. The opinions and views expressed on this program do not necessarily reflect those of 1700 The Champ, Cumulus Media, or its employees for management.
1: The Hawkeye Huddle on uh, 1700 The Champ. Interact with the show on Twitter at Hawkeye Huddle and at Hawkeye
0: Huddle 2. And hello again, everybody. Welcome to the Hawkeye Huddle here on 1700 The Champ, Red Ridge. Dave Creighton Jr. with you here. We are G Mix as we are each week, Tuesday nights, here in Valley Junction, West Des Moines, Iowa. Around the world at the thehawkeyehuddle.com and, of course, on 1700thechamp.com. Appreciate you checking in today as we talk the world of the Iowa Hawkeyes. Get you set for a big game this week, Iowa at Wisconsin. Uh, big game when it comes to looking at who's going to win the Big Ten West this uh, this fall and maybe make it to Indianapolis and take on one of the teams on the other side of the bracket in the east that are still undefeated when you look at Ohio State, Michigan State, and Michigan, of course, the Hawks off this last week did not play after the loss to Purdue uh, two weeks ago twenty four to seven Purdue went and uh, played at home against Wisconsin Iowa's opponent this week, and uh, Wisconsin pummeled him pretty good, used strangely enough some turnovers to get uh, to gain some short fields, which is not entirely uh, out of character for them, just like the Iowa Hawkeyes, but Wisconsin ran the football to the tune of three hundred yards. Uh, second week in a row that they've done that. And um, they also held that Purdue offense in check that Iowa could not the week before. Uh, kept David Bell to some ridiculously low number after a 250 yards. How many yards catches did he have? Three? I think he, had, I think he had five. But it was much lower. Um, I don't know that that's exactly where I wanted to start, but I just started talking and look where we are. I wonder, well, in- people were killing Phil Parker last week for not changing up the defense at some point in time. Maybe that is something to think about. I wonder what else they would have done. people mean, double team him. What do you do? But David Bell was covered up the other day, and that and well, he was covered up because he was double teaming the entire time. Well, then why didn't Iowa try that after because after 150 yards in catches? I don't know. I I, I don't want to. As I said last week, let's not kill the Iowa coaches because of what they've done with their limited material. But at the same time, one does wonder just a little
1: bit. Yeah, it it does, and. I'm going to ask Bruce a question. Oh. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> we're on the air. We're, we're on the air. We can't hear our shows over here, but Bruce knows which microphone will work. Okay, so for the people here at G-Mix. There right. Go. So at any rate, but here's the thing. In I watched that game with the utmost frustration, pr- primarily because I had bet on Purdue. For those that don't know and don't follow me on uh the, or on uh, Hawkeye Huddle on I, Twitter. I, I did, too. And uh, <laughs> I, got con-
0: I was convinced, right? And,
1: and I'm full on. All right. There you go. Is that better? Can we hear it? Hold on. All right, let's, We're on the let's, wrong one. I know why. All
0: right. Well, there it is. Yay. There we go. Yeah, good. All right. I plugged in the wrong one.
1: You did plug it in All the wrong right. one. All right. At any rate, um, so I sat there and went. Why does Purdue, Purdue look inept today? What is happening? Well, first of all, O'Connell struggled who, who
0: was the offensive player of the week nationally after Iowa?
1: struggle struggled to, to hit wide open receivers. Why? I he just, Wisconsin puts pressure, but it's not. number five for Wisconsin. I, he's one of the linebackers. I think his name starts with an S. So they 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 play a three four like Iowa State kind of does. I'm going to yeah. I'm going to tell you something against Army. So I watched the Wisconsin Army game because that was at night.
0: Right after we got home the other uh, two weeks ago, and right. you have to sit there and stew about Iowa. So let's
1: watch college football. So right? number five for Wisconsin essentially was in the A gap every play for Army, and his entire job was to go through whichever A-gap he was in and destroy the fullback. Up the A-hole? Yeah. And whether it was the fullback or the quarterback or one of them or both, that was his job. So so now I'm watching him against Purdue, and apparently his job is to find and destroy the quarterback, regardless of who they're playing. And he comes through the A-gap, he comes through the B-gap, but he is extraordinarily efficient. He's a very good tackler, and this dude's going to play in the NFL, presumably. Okay. And they work him a lot like the cash position that Iowa plays with Dane
0: Belton and or Justin Jacobs, right? But 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 more inside. Okay. Way more inside. But they they
1: do flex him, right? They do different
0: things with him, right? But our
1: guys are on the outside. Yeah. On the edge. And this dude's flexing on the inside because they run 3-4. Right. But he's essentially okay. a fourth down lineman or a an automatic blitz option that they have. So, Iowa will we'll see blitz packages coming, but it's primarily the same dude. Figure out where five is, block him, and then you're way better off. Army couldn't block him. Purdue struggled to block him, which led to the five turnovers that Purdue ended up having. Against Wisconsin. Now, Wisconsin, the part that, that we know Wisconsin's defense is good. Here's the part that started to scare me as I watched that game. All of a sudden, they figured out how to run the football again.
0: Two weeks ago against Illinois, who did just win at Penn State the other day, which I want to talk about the overtime Whoa, in a minute. Oh, I can't wait. Right. But uh, they won 26 to nothing in uh, Champaign, right? They ran for 300 yards in that game. They ran for 300 this week. And what they said was they just basically gave up on, on the pass. Uh, Graham Mertz last week against Purdue, their quarterback, uh, Wisconsin's quarterback. 123 yards? Uh, 52 yards. Eight eight completions for 52 yards. And they still won, what, 30 to 15 or 30 to 14? 30 and, to 13. Right. And, thir- and seven of those 13 points for Purdue were George Koloftis returning a, a, a fumble for a touchdown.
1: Which, by the way, that, that dude is still and, good. And
0: he's still good. Uh, currently still good. Uh, Point being, I agree. The scary thing here is that Wisconsin may have figured out they just can't throw the football at all, and just decided we don't care.
1: We're going to be army. What? We're going to run it ninety percent of the time. We're going to throw. If we throw, if we have eighty-five plays and we and we throw fifteen passes, that's I don't know twenty percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to run eighty percent of the time and figure out how to stop us right and so I mean,
0: that's I was I I, uh, yes, I look I at that sure at, that's, I, I, it's good for our, I, mean, I look at that I'd at rather it, have that than a passing team right They're, and right?
1: and well particularly if Riley Moss is is iffy which he clearly is he's playing
0: he's not playing Kirk said today look that's just oh he's not he's not he's out yeah. uh, okay. Riley's out
1: Riley's out well and I don't get me wrong Terry Roberts fine and yeah, he's not. He's not as good as Riley. This Riley year, Moss is in. Uh, he and
0: both he and Hankins nominated two dudes. Whatever the award, Jim is Thorpe, for, the Jim Thorpe award this week. They're the top two rated cornerbacks. You take the number two rated cornerback in all of college football
1: out by Pro Football right, Focus, right?
0: You're you're going to drop off. Terry Roberts appears to be. A fine and dandy cornerback, but he is not right now at the Riley Moss level. And he he doesn't, doesn't have the confidence,
1: right. and he doesn't have the experience, and he doesn't have those other things.
0: And Hankins We're- is in this week. That's good, right? So you still have him. Right. He, it, his shoulder injury was some sort of an injury. Kirk has, ah, he banged up, but he's fine. He'll play. Right?
1: You know what that probably means? <laughs> partial separation or a stinger a
0: stinger Oh, well, a stinger can be a problem stingers suck you don't throw this you, you, in, in for some teams a corner can have a stinger because they aren't counted on to tackle the way iowa's corners are but iowa's corners are counted on to when that when that edge is set as somebody gets around it they got to be there to make that tackle right
1: so really what we're saying though is we as we look upon wisconsin and it's funny we don't usually get to do a pregame or a Preview until the last segment, usually, but we have no game to talk about. Justin Jacobs is going to have to play a ginormous role. I'm
0: just going to circle where I have that written on my sheet of paper. No studying between the two of us. No right? studying? Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. It's huge. Him and Dane Belton, he, the, he and Dane Belton, yes. between the two of them, wherever they are on the field, it's gigantic. It's Iowa's linebackers that are going to be gigantic. In this game, in terms of stopping Wisconsin and keeping Iowa's limited offense and the great Wisconsin defense, actually,
1: to a degree, it's your linebackers and Jack Kerner, in your safety. Whoever, let's let's it's say it's Belton step, goes a strong safety, stepping
0: up and tackling,
1: stepping up and tackling, not it's, giving them four yards of carry, but giving and them not allowing play. the deep ball, which Wisconsin doesn't have that deep ball knock on wood threat that they had, as I recall was it 2 years ago at Wisconsin yeah, they had, and that dude's playing in the NFL. Yeah, they had a couple. They've had they've had some good receivers over the years, just
0: not recently, right? No, that and guy that was, guy was good. Yeah. He
1: was and he's playing in the league and I can't remember his name right off the top of my head. That's of course, they had Jonathan Taylor, who at the end of that game well, up there in Madison right. a couple of years ago. Ran they, the ball eight they, straight times, ran out the game. Ran out
0: the clock, right, after Iowa pulled the win. Four two. first
1: downs. Yeah. It,
0: it, but, and they, that day, their offensive line was exercising its will, and somehow Iowa stayed in the football game, right? Um, I, th- that was a day where I felt like Iowa got beat by a better football team, right? Um, and I, it will, I hope that's not what I said. I'm not
1: week. going to say that right now. Uh, based upon the bodies of work. Cool trends, though. Did you see this trend? Iowa wins every fifth year. No. <laughs>
0: the total for this game is what? 37.5. 36.5. 37 depending, right? So Vegas sets a total of 37. Some guy went out there. Anytime Iowa has played, it's like the last 10 years, if the total is under 41. Okay. Which is actually so low, and yet it's happened like... But it's easy to find because it's, it's, it's like an, an anomaly. like times, right? right? I think it's 11 times. No, it's 9. It's 9 times. Iowa is 7-2 is and two straight up and 9-0 and oh against the spread when the total is under 41.
1: I can believe it because that that completely bodes directly into their game. And they
0: almost always go over.
1: Um, the only time that I can recall that they wouldn't have would have been... Uh, the, the, the win up there in 2015.
0: 10-6. 10-6. Yep we ever had a 6-3 game against Wisconsin? Nope. That was the low one. That was the, the low watermark, 10-6. to 6. The 6-4 six, game. The 6-4, no,
1: I, I saw a lot of highlights uh, on that uh, because it was the anniversary last week. And uh, Kirk was so young. Oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was like 20 years ago or 15 years ago. For
0: the fans of the Hawkeye Huddle, look out there on YouTube at one of our old video uh, Hawkeye oh Huddles. And I, you can see us, we, we,
1: I me, double we dog dare any of you. We don't look like Our that faithful anymore. listeners to I'm go to com and look at the old videos of Ridge and I doing well, it's out on YouTube. snippets yeah. in the show. Look it up
0: on YouTube. YouTube, YouTube? Yeah, is that where, where you, get, you, you find can it? You find the old Hawkeye Huddle extras.
1: Oh my gosh. And
0: you are young. I'm just fat, Right. And, and back then, now I'm old and I'm older, but I, at least I'm skinnier. You're we, both, we had, I, we, blend, we had aged. these baby faces, and it's it's amazing. I've aged. At one point in time, there's no, hey, you know why we coached, we looked like coaches back. We were good. We, 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 now we are clearly the old men in the room. There's no question.
1: Well, you that's it, there are worse things to be.
0: No, it's when people talk to me, uh, when people talk to me, when I'm sitting, you know, sitting at a bar somewhere and hanging out with some some, some people, I'm the cute little old man sitting there now. You know? Now here's yeah. the good
1: news. So I just figured out that that clock is four minutes ahead. Okay. So so we can time this we better. Can, yeah, a little need bit. The big
0: clock on the wall. You get in the studio.
1: Oh anyway. good lord! Uh, you got to go to YouTube and look it up there. Apparently, so it's this, not on the podcast. It's videos.
0: So this. Uh, this overtime, Illinois beats Penn State the other day.
1: Which, first of all, okay. Penn State, come. On. I mean, jeez, Louise, How act you... like you care. And here's the best conspiracy theory I've heard: during the bye week, Franklin has already agreed to go to USC and has zero interest. And the team found out and gave up on him. Basically, quit. Or, fine. But uh, where, the way, I, where I had... are the Penn State fans who are clamoring? The only reason we lost is because Sean Clifford got hurt. Well, guess what? He played against Illinois. He played the whole freaking game. You know what he played like? A hurt quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Good he, Lord, you can't take two weeks and get the second-string guy up? Trust me, if Spencer got hurt, God, and I hope he doesn't, okay? But you'd get in two weeks, you'd have Padilla ready to go, right? In two weeks, right. you'd have Padilla able to be serviceable and do something well.
0: At, at home, especially, against an Illinois team who'd shown very
1: – Few heartbeats, right? I mean Illinois loses their quarterback to a broken arm which I saw happen and went, Oh God, I don't really Christy, you gotta watch this again, he broke his arm. Yep. And and he gets up in his arms as Sitkowski
0: like, oh. so out got, for the year. Out for the year. So now they're back to Brandon Peters, so Iowa will see him in a couple of weeks.
1: Number eighteen. Um he threw the So they did the, the nine
0: nine over of
1: eighteen. No. Three of eighteen converted, right? I thought... 18 possessions, nine overtimes,
0: 18 possessions. Just one, or did... It, I thought both teams converted once.
1: I could well, be wrong They on both this.
0: They both got field goals in the first overtime. And then they went... Okay. And then they went... So then they went... Overtime eight, they both converted, so that's four. And then there was a fifth conversion by Illinois. Overtime... Number two goes immediately to, they call it two-point conversions. They're not two-point conversions. They're just a play from the two-yard line. Immediate, so I was confused about this. I no, know but this they are the two-point
1: conversions because they count for two in this regard. So Illinois actually. But it's not a
0: point after touchdown. It's not a conversion. It's a two-point two play from the two-yard
1: line. Okay. They were doing two-point plays. Illinois missed an opportunity to win the game. Guy drops an interception that he is going to take 100 yards the other way. Well, so did Penn
0: State. They dropped one, and they also had the quarterback throw back to Clifford. The the uh, Philly special that was special. the very first one. And Philly
1: special, and they they overthrew him, and he dropped it a little bit. It was, no, it was wide he open. Just dropped yeah, the ball. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. dude. I know it's not your job necessarily to catch the ball, but you had one job. You on got that de- play. you got decent hands. Yeah. Catch the yeah. freak in football. It was it was amazing.
0: So I don't like the rule. I didn't realize that's what it was. I thought what they meant was that when you went into the second overtime, if you scored a touchdown, you you had to go go for two, two, right? No. The reason
1: they did this is uh, player safety. Uh, It came up after the seven overtime. uh, Now, on my birthday in 2001, Eli Manning was playing Arkansas on ESPN2, and I believe that that game either went six or seven overtimes under the old rules. Seven, And they essentially said, that's too many additional plays for the teams, so we've got to bring this down so we don't hurt anyone with all these overtimes. My answer to that is play defense, but that's, you know, a little harsh, <laughs> a little George Hallis, a little Woody Hayes-ish. Figure it out. They, they couldn't quite figure it out. So at the end of the day, they went to these two-point plays from the – you know, well, the extra point area.
0: Well, so just mentioned it. One? Kirk, Kirk hates it. Oh, Kirk, he hates yeah, it? Yeah, he says this is stupid. He said, I don't like a shootout in soccer or hockey. I don't get how that's helped deciding who won the game. I agree with him. It's really dumb. It's really All dumb. right. All right. We'll be back. Keep it going here in the Hawk. I had all 17 under the champ.
1: Hawkeye Huddle with Dave Creighton Jr. and Brett Ridge on 1700, the champ. Real sports talk for real sports fans.
0: And we're back here on the Hawkeye Huddle. He just said we're Brett Ridge and Dave Creighton Jr. and we really are. We are. Our uh, <laughs> our friend here from Key Mortgage pulled up the YouTube. Brian. Brian. Brian Howe pulls up the YouTube. And which one was that? Legends? Maybe 2006? 2006? 13 years ago. Yep. 2008? 2008. Yeah. eight. Nine? Two
2: 2008?
0: Wow. We, we, we were we, kids. We were, we were youngins. We were, our kids were three when we started doing this show. By the way, happy birthday to Andrew Ridge, turning 23 years old. Today. Happy birthday, we, the, the, Andrew. We literally used to give him qu- quarters to play Golden Tee over at the original Legend Sports Bar and Grill. So.
1: Clark from Iowa, sophomore. Was yeah, that? Yes, all we're right. going
0: to get into that, actually. let got notes. We, we also got notes. Tom. We got Tom Kager of HawkeyeReport.com. Not to skip over the kid's birthday, but let's move on. Tom Kager of HawkeyeReport.com patiently waiting on the line for us to uh,
1: say good evening, Tom. Good evening, guys. How are you today, my friend? Doing all right. How about you guys? If we were any better, there'd be four of us, and that'd be two too many
0: ridges.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What? What, One too many. One
0: too many. Uh, So you got to watch a little extra football this weekend, Tom, although you were at a wedding. You got to watch some other teams this weekend, as did we. You know what? It's an an interesting exercise to pull yourself away from the Iowa Hawkeyes for a little while and watch some other teams. We haven't really even mentioned... um, Iowa state's big win which is which was good for Iowa it makes Iowa, you know especially when some of the other teams Iowa has beaten uh, lose but um, you, you know the, the the observations that come from watching other teams play take you into strange territory where you're playing competitive scores you're playing thoughts about how you played against this team or another Iowa's got to throw all that out the window right now. and just. Does that mean we're going right, to lose by 34 on not, Saturday? No, I, I just think it's a, Tom was talking a, a little bit in, in his what did we learn this week segment, which is always fun to, to read. I think he's right. I don't know if you learn a lot from watching these other teams because things are so all, all, all over the map. You can pick up on nuances, but that doesn't necessarily tell you what's going to happen this week.
2: Yeah, the transitive property of, well, Iowa lost to Purdue at home, and then wisconsin trounces purdue at purdue that doesn't mean that wisconsin is going to trounce iowa in madison in fact it could be just the opposite um football's well, a funny game just you know every saturday is a different story and a different uh you know different game i mean you look at like minnesota for example like what three weeks ago they lost a bowling green it was terrible uh, and then lost right. to them in Minneapolis, and now but Minnesota's sitting at three and one, and could you know potentially they control their own destiny going to um, going to Indianapolis per- potentially. So I mean, it's just football is a weird game, and this year is just going to be kind of wacky, I think.
0: Well, you know, one of the things that it, 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 this we've we've thought for most of the year, and, and there's no question this is an important game, but. And the road to the Big Ten championship game in Indianapolis probably does go through Madison this weekend. However, if you win, you're not automatically in the driver's seat because Minnesota, as you said, is still sitting out there at 3-1 and one right now. You still are going to have to beat them at home. And by the way, if you lose this game, God forbid, knock on whatever, that that happens, you're also not out of it because the Badgers have got to go up to Minneapolis. So if you lose this game but somehow win out, including beating Minnesota, Minnesota could take care of business. So... This is a longer season, and you're right, the transitive properties can't be counted on at this point in time. I think the only thing you can count on is that Iowa's had a bye, and they've had a couple of weeks to take a look at what's in front of them, and it sounds like they're really studying up on how to sure up their blocking schemes at this point in time because that's where they had so many problems against Purdue, and and the guys you talked to today seemed like that was a a common theme.
2: Yeah, they've got to... uh... We've got to figure out the offensive line thing. I think the thing that all of us looking just at Wisconsin right now think is, boy, they just went to West Lafayette and had two backs go for almost 150 each. And that's kind of frightening that maybe Wisconsin, who struggled all year, have kind of found their identity at this point in the season because they really they look bad this year at times. I mean, that Notre Dame game really got away from late. But they, I think they've kind of figured out that um, they can't rely on Graham Mertz to lead them to a victory, but they can rely on two running backs to kind of pound the ball and and get back to playing Wisconsin football. I mean, Graham Mertz threw the ball eight times on Saturday. Eight 52 times. Yeah, yeah. Eight times. Eight times. 50, Is that eight completions? Yards.
0: Well, no, I think was, that
2: was eight throws. Eight oh, I passes. had it
0: for eight completions in 52. I didn't realize it was only eight passes for 52. Yeah, that's I mean, it's... Five it's, of it's,
2: eight. Five of eight for 52 yards.
0: It's
1: That's the kind of stuff that you hope to get in the first quarter. So
0: the only reason that, like that you have to look
2: at... That's like playing Army right. or Navy yeah. or something. Well, or know?
0: the old Georgia Tech, right? And the difference between yeah, the those teams team. is they relied on trying to do a little wishboney fake here and there and throw the ball toss the ball outside you guys in space wisconsin's still trying to just bowl you over right so you know what's coming with this team you're just going to have to get in front of them and stop it that probably works out okay but it's actually i think in, uh, when the iowa defense knows that you're just going to try to toss the ball outside they do fine right so th- this will be this will be yep. interesting it's still camp randall and and uh it's still wisconsin
1: and and it's still it's, there's good news. It's an 11 o'clock start, which means none of the students will be there. <laughs> they won't be. I will. You're correct. But they won't, They barely get there to jump around at the end of the third quarter. So, so that's a good. That's one good good component. And Iowa is the best team I think in the country when they make you one dimensional, and
2: Wisconsin comes in one dimensional. I think you're absolutely correct. Now the key will be keeping them, uh, making that, making them not uh, successful in that one dimension, which means they've got to stop the run. And last time they were up there uh, to play a football game, Jonathan Taylor, who's tearing it up now in the NFL, rushed for 220 plus yards in that game, and I lost by two, I think. 24-22, 24 22, something like that. Um, that was the last <clears throat> time they were Nate, there. Nate Stanley
1: not getting the two point conversion. Yeah, running into the on, referee. On the quarterback sneaker or, or quarterback draw, which is an interesting call with the slowest guy in the field, but neither, nevertheless, let's not harsh yeah. on, on, the old, on the old days. Um, I just. I, Ridge said that they they have a total of 37 or something like that
2: which 36 and I mean, a half 36 and a half
1: people
0: are hammering the, the under two, the too, right football yeah Probably fact, by
2: four and people I are hammering a couple the of, like high 30s but not much i mean there's been yeah this was the lowest this is the lowest total i think in like 3 years <laughs> and and obviously
1: everything that you say or think would would logically say well yeah you know this game's 20 to 13 but that's a lo- this take the over okay something's going to happen defenses will score punts will be blocked something will happen in this game i mean wisconsin iowa is not always traditionally 10-6 which is i swear what we all think of but every time we think of iowa it's a little wisconsin, higher than
0: right uh, injuries, yeah, Tom. Matt, Hankin, Matt Hankins is fine, apparently. Uh, Cody Ince, is he back? Is he going to be fine?
2: The only guys who will not be available this weekend are Riley Moss and Deontay Craig.
0: And Craig hurts on the on the pass D-line, rush on right? the D line and the pass rush a little Just more depth, than everything else. So. Depth
2: on the D line. Um, you know they um, talking to. Avon Merriweather, no surprise. I was going to go with three linebackers in the game. So, um, you know, you're going to see a lot of Justin Jacobs out there. I do worry about um, depth at the defensive end position with size because, you know, Joe Evans is probably, you know, what, 250 tops, 240 maybe, 250. Um, And he's going to have to be the third defensive end because they don't have. Uh, Deontay Craig and you know, early in the year, um, Ethan Herkett, uh, uh, towards ACL. So he's out for the year, too. So, um, yeah, it's, I, I think maybe that's kind of a concern in this game, perhaps. So, Tom, I have a question.
1: Is, are there any of the quote-unquote redshirt freshmen that haven't played that we could put in this week? As an emergency stopgap, without
2: concerning of burning the redshirt. I I think I think one of the things that they might end up doing, and I would say might, because I know they talked about it when Herket went out, was moving Lucas Van Ness out to defensive end. Yeah, and that's a kid with more a little more size, a little more ranginess that they could potentially move him out there. Um, You know, they've they've, uh, you know Kirk kind of downplayed. The potential that logan jones could see action today when he was asked about him um just because he doesn't have um you know he's he's just coming back from from missing spring ball and getting back in shape and everything and just I don't think they believe that that he's ready but they could you know i think vanness might be a guy that they look to at defensive end
0: well in, in, i think like you have to think about it i think you, you don't need the pass rush well, at the very least, but you, you, when they do pass, you don't want them to have you know. Eight if they're going to throw back the ball back. eight times, but, you, but he's right. You don't need the pass rush. You need a bigger guy there for Joe Evans, and I think that's that's probably a, a, a good thought. I'm thinking right, we'll see. Kirk always downs play, plays the idea of moving guys around until he does it, right? right? And um, they always do say we got to get the best guys on the field, right? The best best eleven on the field. So we'll see how that how that plays into this. Um, just thinking Just thinking uh, ahead, Tom, I saw you had an interesting article about uh, next year and 2022. Uh, you did this, I think, last week.
2: You know, last people week, forget yeah.
0: this. This is, this is still a pretty young football team in a lot of ways. There are guys that are going to be playing in the NFL, and then other than that, almost everybody's going to be back.
2: Super young team, uh, and if everybody decided to come back, you know, they they could potentially do that. I mean, and I'm not even talking like guys who could use the the COVID exemption here and come back. I'm just talking just regular, you know, kind of just return like a like Tyler Linderbaum, Goodson. for example. Linderbaum, you know, yep. Linderbaum decides to decides to come back. You know, a Jack Campbell um, Tyler decides Goodson. to come back. Yep. Tyler Goodson decides to come back. I mean, they've got. I mean, those guys will have decisions. To, <laughs> Hankins can't because he's got um, he's this finally with done, his yeah. COVID year, Okay. But Riley Moss could. Wow! Riley Moss. And all four of
0: those guys you just mentioned, Tom, are in. Uh, is, aren't they all four of them in Mel's big board on ESPN in the top ten of, of, for their positions?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, so they'll have decisions to make. I think it's going to be fascinating. I mean do I think Tyler Linderbaum's coming back? No. But could I see it happening just knowing Tyler? Yeah, I could. I could see him coming back. I could see him saying, you know what? I just kinda I like like these being guys. home. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like mom's like cooking. Being here.
1: I like going duck hunting yeah, could, with Shooter.
2: <laughs> I could yeah. yeah, I could see him just saying I want to go duck hunting with Shooter. You know, Shooter could come back too. Yeah,
0: you know? he's got an extra. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, that's wow. little, Jack that's Kerner could come back if he wanted to. I don't yep. know that any of those guys are coming back, but I'm just you know just throwing you know, it out there that there's a lot of guys that could come back.
1: Jack Kerner and Matthew Creighton are the only two guys that will still have eligibility next year <laughs> uh, uh,
0: from that age group. In, yeah. From that age group. Uh,
1: yeah.
0: <clears throat> um, well, it'll be interesting to see. I, I mean, I, I just sometimes we forget that this is not a senior-laden football team that, that we're watching out there. That's currently ranked number nine. Next year's schedule, of course, uh, is is daunting with Ohio State, Michigan back on it. But I don't know if it's any tougher than what we thought we looked at this year to start with. We'll see. Maybe it is. I don't know. All right. Well, certainly adding Ohio State us,
1: yeah, <laughs> makes it tougher. Give us,
0: give us. Uh, I know you got your. You'll wait on your final. Uh, but uh, your thoughts on on how Iowa reacts up in Madison this weekend?
2: You know, I'm actually feeling pretty good about Iowa's chances in this game. I just think, uh, I think. We saw a little fool's scope from Wisconsin, and I think that I was going to figure out a way to stop the run. And if they can stop the run, I just, you know, as much as I, I know Iowa fans have a, I guess, dislike, or I shouldn't say dislike, just disappointment, or whatever, however you would term it, with, with Petrus. Graham Mertz has been way worse than Petrus this year. Oh, God. Way worse. <laughs> Yes. Yes. In fact, exactly. especially given the, the level of height that that kid had, you know, maybe yeah. the worst thing to happen to him was that first game that he started last year when he had five touchdown passes against a bad Illinois team. Everybody thought he was, you know, uh, Joe Montana or something. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All, all right. right. Tom Bird, Love it. He's not. R-
1: R- Ridge will stop by and see of uh, uh, Madison. I won't. But that's all good. I'm gonna. I'm heading to All Madtown. Right. On my first trip. All right. Thanks, Tom. We'll catch you next week. Okay. See you later.
0: Tom Kakert, HawkeyeReport.com, and uh, appreciate him checking in as he does each week here on the Hawkeye Huddle. Um, I am excited to go to Madison. I, why wouldn't you be? I mean, uh, I've never seen a game there, so this is, a, a, you know, a, we're doing the bucket list trips over the next five to ten years. I got to get them done, and uh, this is this is the Big Ten one for the, this year. Obviously, I did ANM a couple of weeks ago. Who by the way turned out to be playing pretty 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 good football uh after that. Did you go watch them down in Columbia? State. No, in Columbia no it was Alabama, right? Didn't so they go to no, Columbia the next week? No, three? um yes they did, but I was at an Iowa game. Oh right, that's okay. right. I can't keep track uh, no, of No, I watched Tennessee schedule. lose to uh to Missouri, or beat Missouri rather badly. Sixty seven to nine. Yeah, it, that was when they fired their defensive coordinator the next day. <laughs> it, it happens. In some places it does. Um, but inter- interestingly enough, Missouri's starting to keep some players home. I'm just wondering what kind of grace they're giving them to, to do that. <laughs> I mean, seriously, there's no reason to go to Missouri. Go to a football game there. It's a mausoleum, right? They, I get a full it. stadium. All right, we'll be back. Uh, we got a little basketball to talk to before you get finished up and getting ready for Wisconsin. We'll be back here on the Hawkeye Huddle on 1700 The champ. Back here at G G-Migs Brett Ridge, Dave Creighton Jr. with you, 1700 the champ, and around the world at thehawkeyehuddle.com, uh, you can pick up the podcast tomorrow there, I Sorry. think you sign up for whatever your uh, podcast app is, it just kind of flows in there as well, you can grab the Hawkeye Huddle on the podcast, I put it up, they, they put it in the folder, I put it up tomorrow morning, it's good, and everybody can catch what we talked about for the rest of this uh, entire hour here, and of course we'll be here through the winter sports season, and we're going to talk about that here in a little bit. Before we do, we got to make sure we thank the great sponsors on our program, including um, uh, our, our friend here at Key Mortgage, Brian Houck, who uh, pulled us up uh, on the YouTube from years back. Uh, Angie Lancaster and the uh, the folks at uh, REMAX uh, Concepts. Uh, AMPM Plumbing, they are here in Valley Junction, Chuck, and they, they do? do plumbing. They do plumbing. They do. And, of course, g here. 24-7, uh, it's
1: no... Doesn't
0: matter. There you go. They do it? Absolutely. They'll take care of you there. Women's basketball, as Brian said earlier, the Hawkeye women, um, earlier this, I guess last week, they were ranked number nine by the AP. The All-American team came out today. Caitlin Clark is, of course, an AP All-American first team uh, preseason. However, the exciting part of that is, and the kind of crazy part about that is, she's she's the first one ever to be a preseason first team All-American. Megan Gustafson. Gustafson, yes, whatever how you want to say it, uh, the Gus the guy, gus the bus was not a first-team All-American preseason. Can you believe that? I, I mean, don't think we she had, can had call a monster year. The year that, uh, anyway.
1: She, She's you, still you playing have, the WNBA. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. but um, she was not. But Caitlin Clark is first-team All-American, and of well, course, wasn't
1: Caitlin uh, Clark the MVP of the under twenty yes. U- Team USA or something yeah. like that? Yep. She had monster games. I mean, early. she was yeah. like twenty-two and thirteen mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. leading like scorer and and, and, and assists.
0: Yeah, um, Monica Shazano is also first-team All Big Ten along with Clark. So they'll. Start the year as as a duo. Iowa with all five starters back, their top six scorers back. Should be noted that out.
1: Brett Ridge is one of the only people in the country who knows how to actually say Monica Shizano's name properly. I've practiced it over and over again. Over and over. Yeah. He can also do the uh, Tava Galoas. Those guys. Yeah. Tua Yeah. To, to, how about the Clemson quarterback? Who's he? No, probably not. Uh, I can I can now do Xander Wanj. One, one do, who? What? the kid from Southeast Pope, Xavier Wonka, Xavier Wonka, and there you go, Xander, so Xander. I'm, Xander, dude, uh, Xander, Xander, yeah. I can do him, yeah. I, um, I know a lot about golf,
0: men's hoops, they had a scrimmage, their super secret scrimmage, did you see this,
1: they did, they played Bradley, it was so secret, I even knew about it,
0: right, everybody knew about it, um, hard to call it really a scrimmage, because they don't. They they literally they run a little clock, but it's everybody plays man to man, then everybody plays zone, and then well, they stop then, and they, they
1: talk. Then they basically say, "Okay, run that again." Right, right.
0: So there's some of that, but apparently, according to the scoreboard, Iowa won it uh, fairly easily, double digits, uh, double is what digits, I and um, Keegan Murray, best player on the court, not surprising. Get, I, I sure I sure looking forward to watching him play this year as
1: the focal point. Right. Um, if you win a game thirteen to two, is it actually considered double digits? If it's basketball. Okay. By 11? 13 to
0: 2? Oh, by 1s? I don't know. You're going say, you going by ones Okay. I don't
1: know. It's not like when you and I used to destroy in the 2 and 2 teams. Yeah, I know.
0: We, right. One point
1: here, but this one back here is worth 2. We we could kill them on the pick and roll because uh, no pick. one could figure out how to guard us.
0: Well. Both dangerous from outside. I couldn't go left, but dangerous from outside. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh by the way, the um, um men's team starts November fifth. I think we figured that's slippery rock in a I exhibition. believe that's right. So I think that's Friday night in a couple of weeks and then Monday night the ninth against Longwood. In uh Which that's is the way better week. than Shortwood. Definitely. And uh, definitely. I mean I'd much rather have a but uh anyway, we'll see how that uh, how that gets rolling. It's gonna now, be Shortwood's D three. Any Yeah. Wrestling team, did we talk about this? The yes. wrestling team, the, about them in, being in Arlington, wrestling Oklahoma State in Arlington?
1: I don't think that we have spoken of this. Outdoors, right?
0: Well, they can open it. At the stadium has a retractable roof, right? But it's closed most of the time because the idea is they, they finally wanted people to be able to go to a ball game in Air Texas in, in, in the summer, right? Um, but uh, it may be open, depending on the weather that day, for that. Yeah, the wrestling Oklahoma State. like in the, there's, They're going to put a, 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 a mat. There's going to be two mat, two things going on. There's a United States junior team or something like that is wrestling somebody at the exact same time, and both mats will be in
1: the middle of the diamond, and they'll put the bleachers in the outfield. Will there be anyone who says, stand ready on mat two at 183 yeah, for Iran? Yeah, could be, could be Abdul, something like that. Abdullah. Yeah, it could be something stand like that. Stand ready at 182. Yeah, something or like that. Or probably that would be kilometers were kilometers. Uh, kilograms. Kilograms. 57 for, yeah. kilograms. Yes, stand yes. ready. Abdul Obama from Iran. That's a reference to the uh, Iowa State wrestling meet when they have all eight bats going. Um. And the announcer basically says over the public address, stand ready at 134 from Bondurant Farrar Smith. Want- Bondurant Farrar. <laughs> <laughs> Matt 3. Matt 3, Bondurant Farrar. And he's telling them where to go, and all of a sudden you see the entire Pit crowd. sprints over to mat three. And everybody right? goes to yeah. mat three. Yeah, it's the greatest chaos in all of Gotta uh, love high the school Iowa sport. State High school
0: wrestling tournament. Gotta really is yeah.
1: now, down at the well now. Yeah, used to be at the barn. It was oh, fun. I used to sell programs the back then. You did? Sell programs for FCA. Nice. Yeah, we get twenty or twenty-five programs, so a buck. Everything went to FCA. I, Renner. Remember that Remember that old press box that sat over the edge of the barn?
0: I mean, I swear to God, I thought that we were just going to fall off the edge. You Do know, you realize a, that's
1: um, where Frosty Mitchell ran the d- DJ booth? Yes, it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ron Gander was sitting there with us. During yeah, the great yeah, 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 snowstorm yeah. that precludes yep. the Frosty I, Mitchell, Iowa Ron Gander,
0: uh, Yep, yeah, All those guys. Dozens. Dozens into the land of the Giants. Uh, Iowa Northwestern game in Evanston on the sixth of November has been announced as a night game. The actual start time and the actual network not yet decided. Six, you know what's interesting about o'clock. that? Other than the fact that we thought about maybe going and just then decided we weren't going to go. Right? How about
1: how about this? Could drive daylight Day now. Daylight Savings starts the next day. Oh, really? so, yes, it does.
0: so So you're falling y- back. You get an hour. You get an extra hour there, huh? If you're going over,
1: you at least get an hour on
0: the way back. Nice. Now, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a haul, but, yeah, you would get that. It's right? an idea. From, I mean, Some to you're think way about. down by the lake when you get that rolling. Um, either way, so that'll be interesting to see. If, if the, the Hawks beat Wisconsin, I'm still not going. Yeah. It's, I, I'm just going to so many, all these other games, right? I need, I, I, I need I mean, a weekend
2: at home. I need right? a
0: weekend at home. Yeah. I've got to do my yard work. Things like that do crop up. Strangely enough, football Not can my get crops. in the way of the whole thing. <laughs> I don't have crops. All right, so Saturday we got four, 11 a.m. Four minutes, roughly. Thank you. 11 a.m. Saturday. We have four minutes, roughly. Uh, Iowa, Wisconsin, number ten, and the coaches number nine in the AP. The Hawks are going in. They're three-point dogs. Three and a half, if you got it early enough, but I think it moved immediately to three.
1: So. If I'm not mistaken, last week there were three unranked opponents who were favored over ranked teams. Iowa State being one of them. Uh, won but did not cover. As noted by both of us on the Hawkeye Huddle last week in our last call. Yes. And I'm trying to rem- I think it was... Per- yes, UCLA was favored against Oregon. Uh, lost and, and but did, covered. No, lost did and not did not cover because they were oh, favored. Oh, because they were favored, yeah. Um, and I thought the third one may have been Purdue. Was favored over well, Wisconsin. No, well, Purdue right. was getting, Purdue yeah, Wisconsin was getting was points. Right, right. right. No, they were. Right. Right, yes. So Wisconsin, getting, Wisconsin was favored over Purdue and they won. Wisconsin was yeah. giving like three and a half to Purdue and won and covered on the road. They were the only one of the three teams. So here we sit this week with an unranked Wisconsin team who has lost to every good team by record that they have played. Um, And frankly, I I I, I'm still shocked at the, the way Purdue played on Saturday compared to the way they played against Iowa. It just, it was like, is this really the same football team? It was, it was something very, very strange. Um, Much like you could say about Penn State.
0: Yeah, how did that happen, right?
1: But, uh, maybe there's a theme there. After you play Iowa, <clears throat> the next week you aren't any good because maybe you're beat up. Well, how many ranked teams went in last week? So even Oklahoma went to Kansas and
0: struggled, right? We were, struggled? At, the, at one point in time. They should have lost. Yeah, at one point in time I was watching Penn State getting beat by Illinois. Northwestern was sticking right with Michigan. It was 10-7. to 7. And uh, and Kansas was ahead 17 points over Oklahoma. Lost all watching, three of those yeah, in Vegas. I'm watching all these. But, <laughs> but the point to be made there is, is that, again, like we said, the transitive properties of college football just don't work. Right. So they're what's going to happen? So here's my – here's uh, Iowa fans are not going to like this. But they're going to like the, the result. The, the, what's not going to happen is Iowa's not going to go out and their offense is not going to look great. It's not going to happen. Wisconsin's got the best rushing defense in the country statistically. Iowa can't run the football. They haven't been able to run the football. They haven't been able to run the football against Wisconsin for eight, ten years. Last year, Nothing Tyler going- Goodson had 150 yards he and
1: broke, an 80-yard touchdown run. He
0: broke loose on one long run. They won 28-7. Yeah, they broke loose on one long run. That's not happening Saturday. It doesn't matter. Iowa is going to Iowa's going to keep Wisconsin's one-dimensional offense in check this week. They're going to keep the batters under a couple hundred yards rushing, and they're going to come out of there with the hit the under under
1: 20 to 13. You know, it's interesting. I'm sitting here as you babble along, and I'm starting to think, do I really say it's going to be 17 to 9? I don't. You want to know why? Because Grant Mertz is actually going to throw a pick or get hit, and a fumble is going to happen. Well, pick six
0: could easily be part of this. There's no question. Yeah, or a fumble. So the final
1: score of this football game. Is Iowa 24, Wisconsin 16, because of those things, they get a safety. And you go right at Vegas is 41. Or, no, you go over it. Okay. They get a safety. Yep. Yeah. Pinnace deep, Spencer gets stuck, tackled by number five for a safety. We punt the second play from scrimmage. They go play action. We pick it off, score a touchdown. We actually win the win the deal seven. Oddly specific. In, the, in that,
0: oddly specific. I'm good for it. Let's hope it works out. Thanks everybody, help us out today on the program. We'll catch you next week right here on Seventeen Under the Champ and the Hawkeye Huddle. Oddly specific. Very specific. <laughs>